You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, uh, founder and CEO of EXP Realty and also the uh, host of the Expansion podcast. So today uh, we're going to talk with Cheryl Hook, a three-time icon agent uh, with EXP. Uh, been with EXP since 2017, um, has had a really unique background in real estate uh, over the years. And and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the stuff that uh, um, uh, Cheryl's done in the past, stuff that she's currently doing, how it all blends together. And also, I want to say big time congratulations for uh, being um, number five on the top 50 um individual agents in um, in 2022 and uh, you you had a crazy crazy ass busy year last year <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm surprised you even have time to show up for a podcast oh no Glenn I knew it was a good year and that was a big surprise a big pleasant surprise so thank you thank you and I hope that we can go into that just a little bit because it was busy However, given the unique platform that we have here at EXP and the ability to scale a couple of things, I did. I got some time back in that year. So, uh, incredible story. So, thank you. So, so you're saying you did? You didn't? You didn't have to work that hard to do 237 transactions? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I worked hard. I worked hard, but essentially, <laughs> essentially, I got the foundation in place. I beta the opportunity here in the Tampa market last. October, of, I guess it was October of 2021. And then I shared the opportunity with my RevShare group. And then I looked for Rockstar EXP agents in other markets to, to duplicate that system. So <clears throat> I was um, by February or March, I was waving the white flag because it was a lot. And if you recall, I saw you in Cabo uh, in March, and I had just come from Cancun, where I had spent some time with my best friend, Lisa Marie Kennedy, who was also an EXP agent. Um, and I just ha- I just went into this time, she was going into hospice, and I was able to really take my foot off the pedal. And uh, I, I engaged two other EXP agents to carry the torch. And um, so I think I closed 33 million at that time. And then we ultimately scaled up to 87 million. So Pretty incredible experience, Glenn. And only at EXP could that have been done. Well, no, that that's uh, that's awesome. So you're going to have to tell us, you know, uh, what did you do? What was it that you baited out in in 2021 that yeah. ultimately created this really cool 2022 in terms of production? What's the what's the uh, what did you put together? It was it was pretty cool. Well, I'm not sure if I'd shared previously that from 2000, 2012 to 2018. So statistically here in Tampa, anyway, the bottom of the market was quarter one, January 2012. And we shifted out of that last down cycle, uh, primarily because a lot of the big cash investors came on the scene. Do you remember that? And mm-hmm. I at that time, at Q1, I was approached by three different, uh, three different, different investor funds asking me if I could get them some volume transactions. 
Um, one of them was buying up to 40, 40 homes a month. And uh, when they asked me that, I, I, I wasn't sure that I could handle it, but you don't say no when you're offered a, a seat on a rocket ship, right? You don't say what seat, you just get on. So I started, I started doing that for um, three different uh, larger REITs funds. Uh, did that myself from 2012 to 2018. Now you want to talk about working hard and on the hustle. Those were the years. <laughs> yeah. As a single mother, I, it, it was a lot. I, did, I, I had a very lucrative business model. Um, I had a TC, Rockstar admin, uh, full-time admin. Uh, Mary Kephart is absolutely amazing. And really, uh, in 2016, she had she had relocated to Colorado Springs. Her husband uh, was military, and I was on a hunt, uh, fast and furiously, looking for a tech solution because she's so talented, and I really needed to work with her. And we needed a tech solution to continue the remote work. She was here in my Tampa office. We had a brick and mortar, and I had approached my. Uh, my market center um, one time, two times, and we couldn't get a solution. So I found EXP by none other than grandfather Google <laughs> because I was I was in search of a tech solution. So she and I, uh, we moved over to, to EXP. We increased our production. I believe it was 62%. Um, so we continued to do that through 2018. Um, it was an incredible experience, a great run. I'm so incredibly grateful. Um, of course, it helped me um, get the Icon Award, but when they came back to me, knowing that I had the experience with our Express Offers platform, our, our, our Express Offers program, so right. they knew that, that we had the national platform, that we, I could scale the system that I had built uh, to, to accommodate other EXP agents and offer them opportunity and serve up a really great solution for our sellers. Oh, awesome! So we're so you were uh, leveraging um, Express Offers as part of your your success in 2022. Is that is that what you're saying? I was leveraging the concept, and Glenn, you and I had talked a little bit about that volume transactions and the way that the volume transactions go versus what we had created in Express Offers, and the, the, we were we were unable to get those those clients that I had worked with since 2012 in the platform for reasons that we had discussed. It was the, the agreement um, came out of our black hole. We're a national, we're a national platform and we had to cover all of the state regulations. So it was a bit cumbersome. It came out of our legal department, our corporate legal department into their corporate legal department. And it was just a black hole. It was not something that we could recon reconcile. So I was never able to align them with our express offers program, but I'm back in collaboration with Terry Jeffries. We're doing some great things and collaborating with some of the referral agents that have brought investors to our platform to, and, and we're starting to see more and more success in that platform. And you know how I feel about that. I think express offers really needs to be the premier iBuying platform in the industry, but we can save that for another talk. Right. Well, well you, you're, you're definitely talking to somebody who agrees a hundred percent. I mean, the fact is, is that we're, it's uniquely positioned and designed to be able to support in a way that, you know, the single heavy asset based platforms like the open doors or what have you just can't really do because they take so much balance sheet risk. Um, so express offers, even at a down market, 
still, in theory, should be able to continue to transact business for for sellers and 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 buyers, people who want to you know have inventory. Yeah, so, I'm excited. I'm excited about that, and I'm also I, we also are aware that we have it we have it right. You know, we have an agent in the midst of the transaction, and our investor partners want that. They want the the seller to have representation and to handle the the details, unlike the, an open door model, right? Right, for sure, for sure. So. Um, now you were, uh, you, know, you mentioned Market Center, so that would be KW. I think you were you were at before. Um, Did I give that away? Huh? <laughs> well, well, nobody else refers to themselves as a Market Center, but um, where, was that where you were at before EXP? Then I was, I was, and I was very happy there. I loved the God family business. I, I, I didn't think I'd leave there. I was there for four and a half years. But as I said, I really needed a solution. I needed a tech solution and EXP offered that I could have never imagined what else it had to offer. Right. Now you've, you've built a fairly, a fairly decent revenue share organization. I think you've got, you know, 23 people frontline to you, um, 146 people in your, your organization. How is RevShare, um, you know, as it went as well, better, not as well as expected. Um, how do you see it playing a role? Obviously, doing the types of volume is probably a fairly small number. But how does how does RevShare uh, and 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 ex- and equity? I mean, you're a three time icon agent. How do all these play into your business mix? Oh gosh, Glenn, I can hardly thank you for it. Um, it really, given that I was working, I was on the hustle as a single mother, 2012 to 2018. And when um, I was able to, I think it was January or February 2020, I was able to cash in some of the stocks because my, my child was going to Admiral Farragut. And it was, I was just blessed with incredibly great timing. If you recall, I think they were trading for 90. Right. <laughs> $90 at that time. So it was really nice that I could just have that cushion and really, I was coming off of a time where I was out of balance and I wanted to be more present as a mother. And because I had that and I organically attracted a fairly good sized rep share group, um, I had that and I loved I loved that part of it. We're created for connection and we I'd love to be able to create opportunities for other agents and pass my business off. Um, and still win through RevShare without taking a piece of their commission. So I really, in 2019, um, I think probably like April of 2019, I just went on this healing journey to really get get aligned again because we can we can work ourselves into a, a, an imbalanced spot. And then um, I think in October, I was tapped on the shoulder uh, to, to, to serve as the iBuyer Relationship Specialist in our Express Offers program that fall. Okay. Um, uh, and then um, now, is, is like what percentage of your business right now is coming from uh, the big um you know, buyer REITs, those types of things. Like where, where, where's the bulk? I, I think that's the bulk of your business, but what is your, where, where's your lead gen currently focused? Yeah, well, Glenn, it's all cyclical. You know, they had a major shift last October, uh, last October, last November, uh, they had uh, reduced their uh, 
their allocation goals by 70%. And then later on, later on in the year, they came back and they say, Cheryl, we have to halt a little bit. They got into alignment with the nationals, the home builders who had a lot of fallout in contract. They had a lot of inventory. So right now they're in alignment with the new builds. They love the new builds because there's no full time to get a property rehabbed to get a renter in there. Right. So right. they uh, they're busy doing that. They're, they, 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 they saw the, the problem the home builders were having. The home builders saw them as a solution. So they're busy there. Um, and I had gone to the IMN, like the IMN conference in Scottsdale last year to just really get uh, just a finger on the pulse what what they were what they were going to do. You know, we're at a strange spot right now in our our macro economy. And I think that they're going to be really conservative, at least until the feds can get inflation under control, the debt equity markets settle. So right now, to answer your question, that is 0% of my business. However, I, um, what I've gotten skilled at over the years, and I think it's because being a sing single mom and you know, having to, to be hyper-efficient, you know, zoning in on those opportunities, you know, I ask myself, where are, those where are the opportunities now? And we are servicing some short-term rental uh, funds, larger funds that have national acquisition goals. So right now we're working on, we're, we're working on that. And of course I have my repeat business from being in the business for 22 years, past clients. And, uh, I get to work with those that I like to work with. So I, I've got a pretty good setup plan. Uh, I'm lucky and I know it. Okay. Oh, awesome. Well, no, it sounds like, uh, you weren't, you didn't have all your eggs in one basket, so that's uh, that's positive. But when uh, when those opportunities come back, you're well positioned to 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 uh, capitalize on them, for, for lack of a better term. Yeah, certainly. Uh, now, we're, now, how are you? How do you organize all this data? Um, it, it sounds like you, you know tech solutions. Um, obviously, um, you know you can think about EXP as a as a tech enabled platform for your business. Um, I'm sure there's things that you have to sort of manage yourself. Is CRM one of them or do you use like KV Core as your primary? Yeah, I rely on KV Core. I've got spreadsheets, I need to admit. I know it's awfully archaic. Um, in, in Better than post-it notes. I, I, yes, a whiteboard too. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and believe it or not, you know, Facebook, uh, I was able to, 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 to break out lists and I'm a big proponent of Hank's 36 life and, 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 and touching on my sphere of influence through, through that. I do use KB core and I do love the power, the automation inherent in KB core, but when, when maybe I have only two clients, two clients that I'm working a whole lot of, uh, volume work, transaction work, um, of course, pulling in some of that data, uh, I could leverage it through KB Core. Um, but yeah, KB Core and Facebook is the answer to that question. Okay. And so do you think of uh, Facebook as a, as, a, as a social network or as a social CRM? A social CRM. <laughs> there, yeah. No, I, that... I, I agree. Uh, um, I, I'd, uh, I actually did a number of years ago, but I actually did a full presentation on why Facebook should be your CRM as opposed to having a separate CRM. 
because it, you know, all of your clients are already there. You can stay a lot more engaged. It's a lot more real time. So why, unless you just fundamentally have a whole bunch of other people, why not just manage it just right inside of Facebook? And we're all pretty much already addicted to it, right? Right. Yeah. It's not like they're not going to get your Facebook message because they're, they use it. Now you might send them an email and there's like a one in three chance that they'll even see the email. But, uh, but if you, if you send a private message on Facebook, tag them in a post, you're pretty much golden. They're going to see you. And, and it's relational. It's purely relational. Yeah, for, for sure. Well, any uh, any one piece of advice you'd give to uh, to EXP agents? Uh... Oh gosh, uh, yes, uh, I had a couple of pieces of advice. Uh, pieces of advice, um, you know, given my experience, there's there are so many commonalities. You know, we we, we I achieved the success by prospecting, by picking up the phone and calling. Um, I picked the most ripe opportunity, like who would be most ripe for this? You know, absentee owners. So I would say, um, you know, niched niche down the riches are in the niches you know immerse yourself learn everything that you possibly can about any particular uh segment of real estate and i think that's where a lot of us trip up glenn because there are so many facets of real estate where our bookkeepers and we're marketing and we're doing expireds and we're doing fisbos and absentee owners and sellers and buyers and it's it, it, it's a lot and I think that we chase a whole uh, a whole bunch of rabbits and, and, and maybe, we, you know, what do they say? You catch none when you do that. But I mean, if you would just take, for example, you know, within Express Offers, we were having a uh, collaboration the other day. And if, if within Express Offers, even, you know, if you can niche down on probate, because we know one of the challenges in the market right now is the shortage of inventory. So let's let's. Let's let's go after that. Well, let's 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 provide some solutions for the marketplace by finding the inventory. So niching down on something like probate within Express Offers, uh, I think is is a big win right now. Um, so yeah, that would be my advice to just niche down, immerse yourself, get to know it really really well, commit to excellence, do it excellently, and build a system around it so you can scale it and make the top ten. That's my oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, well, you certainly uh, certainly made the top ten. Um, and uh, but uh, hey, Cheryl, thanks uh, thanks for taking uh, time today. Uh, there's some great uh, clues here. I like to say that success leaves clues, and um, it uh, should be pretty easy for people to pick up uh, some of those clues and and uh, and hopefully find ways to incorporate them into your business. Um, if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? I would say just come right on to my CRM. I am often on Facebook uh, under Cheryl House, my personal page. Uh, so much of our business and personal life is integrated when we work real estate. So Facebook or Cheryl Sells Florida on Instagram. And thank you. Glenn. Awesome. Thank you for your time today. Oh, awesome. Th thanks as well. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Chat soon. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.